0: Welcome to Talking Business Now. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. What do you do when you're a guy strolling down the skincare aisle of a department store and you don't like the experience you have? If you're Kelly Thornton, you create a men's skincare empire. Thornton is the founder and CEO of Chicago-based Tiege Hanley, a company whose goal is to help regular guys look and feel confident by creating a skin care system that's easy to understand and use. Thornton drew on his 20 years of experience in consumer goods, and he collaborated with his college roommate-turned-software industry guru, Rob Hoxie, to help mastermind this new skincare solution. The two soon met Aaron Marino, a men's lifestyle expert, grooming guru, and YouTube sensation with more than 5 million subscribers. Marino soon became the company's third partner. The partnership quickly ushered in a cult following for the brand, and the idea became a multi-million dollar company.
1: We spend a lot of time at retail figuring out how to engage guys and convert them and introduce them to skincare. And around the world, globally, it's a smoking hot business, um, triple-digit growth for over seven years in, in Southeast Asia and China, double-digit um, growth in Europe. And um, so all my work in, in the, in the, in the uh, consumer product retail world um, brought me to the understanding that um, this is a really hot area that guys in the U.S. really aren't very engaged in.
0: Stay tuned to meet Kelly Thornton, the catalyst behind the brand that is changing the face of men's grooming. This episode of Talking Business Now, you'll meet the catalyst behind the brand that is changing the face of men's grooming. Kelly Thornton is the founder and CEO of Tiege Hanley, a skincare system and brand developed specifically for men that has hit the eight-digit revenue level after just two years. Welcome, Kelly.
1: Hello, Kelly. Nice to nice to talk with you.
0: Let's talk about Tej Hanley. What phenomenal growth you have just really hit it out of the ballpark uh, in the couple of years that you've been in business. So, tell us about what Tej Hanley provides.
1: So it's it's all about helping guys look and feel amazing. It's, we're in a space that um, women have known a lot about for a long time, and 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 guys are relatively um, new to it. The idea of Um, It's important to take care of your skin for a lot of uh, a lot of reasons is is something that guys um, most guys of, you know, um, my generation and and older just don't don't even think about it wasn't something that was um, introduced to them by, you know, their mothers or fathers and just with what's going on in today's um, uh, society, you know, more and more guys are thinking about it, they, they want to feel good, they want to look good, they want to keep the edge. And um, they want to protect their skin from uh, harmful rays of the sun. So we're in a hot space. Guys are thinking about it.
0: What inspired you to start the business? Did you have a background in this industry, or was there something else that prompted this dive into entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, I mean it was. It's, it's slightly funny. I, I um, it's my second rodeo. I, I have a global design business, and um, we help. Uh, retail or CPG companies understand shopping habits. Uh, It's just basically a shopper marketing company um, with a design slant and understand how, how people shop in different channels, doing a lot of research for a global CPG and understanding how guys shop globally. So we spend a lot of time in South America and Southeast Asia. And, um, you know, 20 years being in that space, I realized, you know, this is going to be anticlimactic, but guys don't like to shop. So we're spending a lot of time, (laughs) yeah, it's true. Um, We're spending a lot of time at retail, figuring out how to engage guys and convert them and introduce them to skincare and around the world. Globally, it's a smoking hot business, Um, triple digit growth for over seven years in in Southeast Asia and China, double digit um, growth in Europe. And um, so all my work in in the in the in the uh, consumer product retail world um, brought me to the understanding that, um, you know, this is this is a really hot area that guys in the U.S. really aren't. Very engaged in double-digit ten, 10 to eleven percent year-over-year growth in the U.S. and, and increasing. So, um, so I came in with that knowledge, but you know, really, what happened was I was, I was uh, in retail doing some um, some research on the subject I just described, and I was in a high-end um, uh, Chicago-based uh, department store. Um, spent some time in there doing some research, talking to people about how guys shop and approach a category, went home. My wife said, what did, you brought? what did you buy? I said, I didn't buy anything. You know, it was completely confusing to me. I don't understand all these toners and serums and all of this stuff. I was just completely fish out of water. And and she made some sort of joke, like, you're not looking any younger. And um, <laughs> so I went back, <laughs> I went back the next day, talked to the same kind lady who helped me, like, tried to navigate the space, realized how incredibly confusing it was. And, and it was this embarrassing, Kelly. She, she put some, I said, what's really hot? Like, what's everybody interested in? And she put something up on the counter and she said, this is so hot. It's going to be sold out. I've got all my big best customers coming in. It's a BB tint. You got to have it. And I just, it was just completely fake it till you make it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. give me some of that. You know, <laughs> I need that. How much is that? <laughs> I need some of that. And um, I had no idea what I bought until I got home. And um, and so that's it. I mean, I realized that it was just, it's just a mess. I mean, the category for guys, is just a mess. And the way that we're being marketed to, um, you know, it it just, we guys just don't get it. You know, mm-hmm. you can't market to guys the same way you market skincare products um, to women because it, there's just no uh, relevancy in our lives for it. So that's how it all kind of started.
0: If I remember correctly, you're a founder, but you also had some others involved uh, at the beginning. Yeah. Tell us about Yep that and how how they helped you get the brand off the ground.
1: Yeah, that's that's super cool because my previous companies, I've always been a sole proprietor. And um, so kind of getting into a partnership arrangement, is really new to me. Um, And I got super lucky there because uh, I did reach out. I had this um, business plan kind of scripted out and I reached out to a colleague of mine from University, I grew up in the East and I I went to the University of Connecticut and um, I just reached out to him and said, I've got this great idea. We've got to get into the skincare business for men. Um, And he had the same reaction as I did the day that I went into the store. He's like, I don't know anything about it. I'm not interested, but send it over. And he just spent some time flushing it out. And he's like, wow, this is really an incredible opportunity. And his background's technology, technology and marketing, Mm -hmm. software. Um, his name is Rob Hoxie and, um, he just took it, took it and ran with it. I mean, he just really started looking into it and figuring out what it would take to, to create, um, uh, a, a direct to consumer business. I decided that this business needed to be an online direct to consumer business because of that, what I stated a minute ago, Kelly, about guys don't like to shop. So, right. so that's how it happened. I got in touch with Rob. Um, I put together an advisory board, which I've always done for my businesses, um, pitched the plan to them to get feedback. They gave me a, a lot of constructive negative constructive criticism didn't understand what we were trying to do we launched that business in 2015 and um, within two months it had failed so it was pretty much and it was teach.com and uh, it just took a nosedive I mean we we sold um, you know So we measure one of our keys to success is how many we're a subscription company so one of our keys to success is how many subscribers that we have and, um, we couldn't even get, you know, 500, um, we, we couldn't even get five. I mean, besides our family, we couldn't get anybody to buy into it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that didn't work out too well for us.
0: So what turned it around here? We're talking about, you know, ten twenty $20 million company four years later, what happened?
1: You probably heard this from every interview you've done, but the ability to pivot fail fast, um, is is kind of, you know, it's kind of a entrepreneur's motto and, um, we got on the phone with someone who was uh, on YouTube who's a male grooming influencer. I'm not sure if you had privy to these this, this, you know, kind of segment of the YouTube market, but there's a lot of guys out there talking about, um, on YouTube, talking about what it means to be a male today, what it means to take care of yourself today, to dress right, to look right, and it's very health-focused. Um, it's all very dating-focused, relationship-focused how to be, you know, um, how to be a great guy, uh, today and do's and don'ts. And, um, we reached out to a gentleman named Aaron Marino. Aaron Marino is, is one of the biggest, he is the largest male grooming influencer on YouTube. He wasn't huge at the time. He had about 700, 700 000, um, followers on YouTube. We talked to his agent. We were going to spend some money with him to promote teach teach one, as I just described. <laughs> and, um, and it turned into a broader conversation where he said, you know, I really love your concept, but I think, um, you know, I, I you're, you're doing some things wrong. Called him back the next day and said, sounds like you want to be a partner. And he said, I do. So, um, and, but he brought three huge things to the table. Number one is he said, we really need to create our own brand. Mm-hmm. We need to have a very strong brand focused around T channeling. Number two, we need to be a subscription business and, um, we need to figure out how to deliver this on a monthly basis. And number three, I will bring my influence and my my experience and the voice of the consumer um, to the company. So um, we reformulated and relaunched the company uh, about a year later in July of 2016.
0: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, that part of your story, because the whole thing about failing fast, I know that is something that a lot of founders struggle with when things aren't going well right out of the gate how much time and resources money basically do I give this and so you could have easily shut it down then but you did something that is also a kind of a lesson here to others I ask, a lot of times founders are a little hesitant to reach out or oh, that person would never take my call so you did you know the YouTuber, uh, influencer beforehand, or I mean, we the fact not. that you made that leap and thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to go for it. All he can do is say no. And, and right. I think we need to remember that because look at what it did for your company. You had a great concept. You just weren't delivering it quite right. And, right. and needed the marketing. So, uh, important lessons there. Let's backtrack just a little bit sure. and talk sure. about how Teach Hanley's products are different from others.
1: Having a system is core and being a subscription is core to T. Chanley. So, and the reason why is because in, in our company, you know, our company tagline is uncomplicated skincare for men. We wanted to really just strip everything back and make it really simple. And of course being simple isn't, isn't easy, but we wanted to make it simple. We decided that we're only going to have really, um, you know, six individual products. Um, but that we were going to sell them as a system. And there's a really specific reason for that. And that is because we know that, you know, in order to really get long-term results um, from good skin health, you need to follow a routine. Aaron is very, he's very much into, as I just described, health and fitness. So he's very much about a routine. And he brought this concept that we, the guys just need very simple routines. So wash your face right use something that's really meant to be used on your face not a bar soap that's used on your body put a moisturizer on it's i mean before you go out of the house you have to have a moisturizer on your face and particularly one that has spf exfoliate your skin a couple times a week with a scrub and if you can um you know put on a moisturizer a really super high quality moisturizer on at night before you go to bed and a lot of guys have problems with that i've had problems with that for a long time. I'm tired at the end of the day. You know, maybe I just had a glass of wine Friday night. The last thing I remember is to to try to put a moisturizer. (laughs) But when you're resting, yeah, when you're resting, you know, you need a a great moisturizer, you wake up and your skin, you look at yourself in the mirror and your skin looks better. So so that's basically it. Um, We we add uh, we add a eye cream and a serum, which is kind of our um, Mm anti-aging products. We add an eye cream in a serum, so so it's that's it. That's what we have. We have a level one box that has four products: a wash, a, a um, am moisturizer, a scrub, and a nighttime moisturizer. We have a level two box that adds an eye cream for guys that are just interested in you know you know protecting uh, or anti-aging and trying to fight back some of the some of what Mother Nature's doing to them. And then we have a, a serum in our level three box. So our level three boxes, wash, scrub, AM, PM, eye cream, and serum. So that's it. Yeah. That's, so that's our yeah. entire business.
0: So a simple system. Uh, you uh, keep it very simple as far as the application of the products. And you make it simple to uh, receive because it's subscription-based. Right. It comes right to your house. You don't have to remember, oh, I'm just about out. I don't have, you know, I have to place the next right. order. No, it's just going to come and you don't have to go buy it. Why do you think men care more about skincare today than they did in the past what's driving that
1: that's a great question and i'll I'll tell you it failed uh there as well and i'll tell you what i mean by that um rob and i you know before we really connected with aaron and and created our partnership and really created teach hanley as an entity rob and i thought it, were, it was guys in their 40-plus you know, and late 30s, 40-plus that would be our customers. Um, those guys that realized the impact of aging, impact of sun, wanted to be competitive in the marketplace. We weren't too far out of you know, some of the worst economic downturn ever in America. And being competitive in the workplace is something that was on people's minds. That's what we thought. And we were actually wrong. What we found out is, while our average age of our consumer is 35, and so we have just as many guys 35 to you know to 60. Our biggest cohorts are the younger guys, the 35 and under, the millennials, um, and guys in college. And the reason why is because they're just more open to it. I think there's a lot of societal um, you know changes in society about the thought of a guy taking care of himself. And then back to what I said earlier, Kelly, about contextually you know contextually relevant. Um, that skincare is not a contextually relevant thing, right? And um, so that means I'm not going to be sitting on the couch next to my buddy watching t- Tom Brady throw a great pass and look over to him and say, damn, your skin looks really good. You want to run down to Nordstrom today? And, but on the younger guys, you know, they're, the concept of um, taking care of their skin or taking care of themselves or their health, or, and it's all tied into health, right? Like mm-hmm. health, health is a big Lever for guys to be engaged in skincare. So, so, yep, that's why. Let's
0: talk about that for just a minute. You have referenced health several times as you've been talking, and there is a particular product that you started to go uh, towards just a few minutes ago that's the most important one for men to use. What is that and why?
1: our moisturizer has an spf 20 and it's in the purpose of it and it's this is a daytime moisturizer so you put it on before you go to work us humans get a lot of um of sun you know just in, whether it's winter it doesn't matter where they live what the weather's like we get a lot of sun on our ears the back mm-hmm. of our neck um, our lips our nose and our foreheads everybody knows somebody that's gotten cancer Skin cancer is the number one type of cancer. And when you add up the next couple types of cancer, skin cancer, the amount of people diagnosed with skin cancer exceeds, you know, the next uh, couple types of cancer. And last year was the first year more men than women um, got skin cancer. And it's because we don't take care of ourselves by putting a moisturize, a a, a great moisturizer with SPF. We know we're helping guys prevent um, skin cancer. We've, you know, just based on the number of days that our men have been using our moisturizer you know we have 15 16 million days of protection that we've that we've had so but the, the bigger question is how do we stumble on that and we stumble on that because
0: exactly yeah, yeah. why why is this so important to you and yeah. to teach? Our, my
1: partner Rob just um he he lost his father to melanoma mm-hmm. uh when we were in high it's school very
0: personal and
1: But it was very personal. Uh, But the interesting thing is we weren't thinking about cause marketing. So, Kelly, that wasn't like we didn't start the company like we're going to donate a pair of shoes for every shoe sold or something like that. It just wasn't on our radar. But putting having it as part of our mission of our company that we want to help prevent skin cancer was an important thing. So right away, Rob's like everything we're going to do is going to help prevent skin cancer for guys. I took that and ran with it and I decided we started we started donating. I mean I didn't even tell Aaron and Rob, I just was writing a check every month to Skin Cancer Foundation. It wasn't a ton of money. We just started donating right away to it. We really kinda landed on it as something that was, you know, a cause that was important to us that needed to be outward facing. So we've really memorialized that as an important thing for us over the last six or seven months. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity when people check out to donate to skin cancer. So we have it's amazing um how many guys are you know are willing to to donate a dollar at checkout It goes right to Skin Cancer Foundation to do screenings for people on their tour box. And you
0: mentioned that you weren't even thinking about cause marketing. But as you said that, I thought, you know, when you finally discovered who your target market really was, 35 and under, that speaks to that group. They like to get behind companies, that group in particular, that group of consumers like to get behind products and brands that have something larger than the product itself. What do you hope in the larger sense uh to accomplish by supporting the skin cancer cancer foundation
1: it all comes down to awareness you know helping helping guys i mean i think our whole mission is helping men look and feel amazing and um you know I, i think if we can create awareness around skin cancer and the value of protecting your skin against harmful rays of the sun um, and we can be part of a lo- larger conversation about what it is to be a man today, and that it's okay to want to take care of yourself and to be healthy. I think if we can be part of that conversation and help out um, to whatever degree we can, that would be, a, you know, a massive, a massive win. I think if we ever did retire and had ultimate success with this business. I think my partners and I would really look back and say, I think we were part of a movement to to change the way guys were thinking about their health and their skin and taking care of themselves. And that would be a, a great accomplishment. Started
0: in 2015. After a few months, uh, you were obviously struggling and and didn't know if the company would even survive the year. You've turned it around. You pivoted, as you said. And now you're somewhere between 20, 10 and $20 million in annual revenues. Where do you go from here? You've had phenomenal growth. Do you see that continuing uh, in those kinds of percentages? Do you see new markets, new products? products? What's the future like?
1: Let me just grab my crystal ball. I'll (laughs) I'll answer that. I'm just totally kidding. So we're out of the startup kind of range and we're in the growth range. As you move into the growth category, um, there's new challenges. So um, I see an unlimited potential for our business and our our growth continues to be outstanding. We are still experiencing double digit growth. Um, but we have challenges, and our challenges, um, because we're a subscription business, are around, you know, understanding what makes customers want to stay with us mm-hmm. and how we fulfill, you know, that um, so that the guys um, want to be members of our company, um, right? So they want to be engaged in, in what we are doing. And that's the hard part, and I, I, the direct-to-consumer brands that are out there that have done really well, they've really figured out how to tap into that um, that emotion and, um, you know, in that sense of belonging and, you know, and that's where I think big brands <clears throat> have had a hard time. I mean, it's, you know, when you're selling, when you're Unilever and you're selling to every retailer out there in the world, I mean, who is your customer, Right. you know, your customer, your customer's target. It's not Joe or Jose or or Aaron. Um, it's you know, and so that that direct dialogue with the customer is is really what's important to us. So getting you know getting that straight, like making sure that we understand what the customer is saying to us and how we continue to engage with them and keep them happy as a customer, is really challenged the long term growth. And then creating a master brand, um, which has always been our plan. You know, we wanna we wanna really focus on the, the things, the product that guys want around skin. They want better products, they want easy shopping, they love brands, they stick with them. So how do we increase our, our brand in other category in into this category, but other products like bar soap or, or other skincare right. products or other SPF products and, and grow, grow in the value uh, with our existing customers yeah. and, uh, and keep and keep our customers longer, that's, that's, the, that's the trick. Bringing guys in is not the hard part. You know, we can bring guys in all night, all day, it's um making sure they're happy once they're here.
0: Right. That customer retention is so important. Right. You have so many opportunities before you. And so let's tell some people where they can go and find your product. Uh, just go to the website. Is that the best place?
1: Yes, teach.com, T I E G E dot com. And we have hundreds of thousands of people that come visit us every month. We'd love we'd love to, you know, have um, more customer feedback and and have people come and tell us um, what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, and, and get them engaged in the category. So um, we're pu- we're publishing a lot of content about skin care and skin cancer prevention, and we have a lot of people that are coming that are interested in this topic, and um, they want to you know they want to be car- part of our revolution. We'd love to have them.
0: Kelly Thornton, the founder of TiegeHanley.com. go out to Tiege.com and and find out more about the company. Just so excited to be able to share your story today, Kelly. Thanks for being on the show.
1: Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it. Have a good
0: day. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Talking Business Now. If you'd like to suggest podcast guests or topics, or subscribe to Talking Business Now, please visit the website at interobangsolutions.com. That's i n t e r r o b a n g solutions.com.